Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Today on the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Police hunt for a man who tried to kill two officers. We are clear on who it is, absolutely. I'm Sean Adams in Newark. Kathy Hochul takes an eight-point lead over Republican Lee Zeldin in the latest poll and picks up the endorsement of a key voting block. I'm Marla Diamond on the Upper West Side. We're bringing the sound of a tense evening for the candidates for governor in their debate last night in Connecticut. Having trouble with sleep? Try cold and not coffee. Plus, we'll dip into the archives for the WCBS News Radio 88 Seconds in Sound for this date. <laughs> and that would be Wednesday, the 2nd of November, this date. Good morning, I'm Paul Murnane. Yeah, a little uh, little technical error yesterday. We got the wrong day in there. We'll get the right one on this time. Right. I'm Wayne Cabot. Craig Allen says the sun returns today with a high close to 70. Two police officers are lucky to be alive. Authorities are hoping they'll get lucky in their search for the shooter who opened fire. WCBS reporter Sean Adams at Newark University Hospital this morning. And Sean, one of the injured officers was shot in the neck. Yeah, a graze wound, so think, uh, just a hair in a different direction, and uh, maybe that bullet uh, could have done more damage if we could be talking about something completely different this morning. Police say this is a bad guy, Uh, no regard for life. 30-year-old Kendall Howard from East Orange, Newark Police, are hunting for him. They say he is the thug who tried to kill two police officers Tuesday afternoon in the South Ward, Van Velser Place. Howard's wanted in connection to another shooting. October 28th, well, someone noticed him from a flyer and called 911. Mayor Raz Baraka says when two officers responded. They gave him instructions. There was a brief altercation. The gentleman uh, pulled a gun out, uh, shot two police officers at close, plate, close range. Uh, gunshot was returned. Fire was returned. Uh, The gentleman retreated back into the building. Police swarmed the neighborhood, SWAT, armored vehicles, helicopters. For hours, they went door to door. They searched that apartment building. Howard slipped away. One officer who was shot in the leg suffered a fracture. A bullet grazed the neck of another officer and then lodged in his shoulder. Both officers are recovering here at University Hospital. Paul, Wayne. Sean, thank you. About the uh, Lee Zeldin shooting outside of the house a little while back, there's an 18-year-old who's now been arrested on Long Island. Police say the gun was used in that shooting outside of Zeldin's house last month. They say Noah Green jumped out of a stolen car, tried to escape across its hood when police finally tracked him down. They say he reached for his pants pocket, and there they found a loaded 9mm gun. 
They've hit him with a weapons wrap, possession of stolen property. They say his role in the October 9th shooting remains under investigation. Two 17-year-olds were hit by bullets as Zeldin's daughters were doing their homework inside the house. They took cover when they heard the shots and they called 911. In New York's tightening governor's race, there's a tailwind, a bit of a tailwind anyway, for the Hochul campaign. The Democrat has some reason to smile to take a look at the polls. Marla Diamond is live on Manhattan's Upper West Side this morning. And Marla, what do the numbers say? Well, uh, Paul, with early voting underway and less than a week to go before Election Day, an Emerson College poll of 1,000 likely voters has Kathy Hochul leading her Republican challenger, Lee Zeldin, by eight percentage points, with a 52 to 44 percent lead, with three percent of voters still undecided. Other recent polls had the race tied. And Democrats are pouring money and resources into New York to stave off an upset win for Zeldin. Uh, Former President Obama and Hillary Clinton will be campaigning with uh, Hochul at a rally tomorrow in New York City. Uh, Zeldin has been gaining traction with a focus on rising crime in the city and the cost of living with inflation and everyday essentials like groceries going up. Hochul accuses Zeldin of overplaying the crime card. She says he's working to keep people scared, whereas I and other Democrats are working to keep people safe. Wayne and Paul? Well, it's nice to have September-like weather. Now we have the sunshine to go along with it, Craig Allen. Yeah, but why not? Temperatures are going to be up around the 70-degree mark again this afternoon, and it will be mainly sunny. Tonight, clear with a low 50 to 55 and 40s in some of the cooler suburbs, very similar to this morning. Thursday and Friday, more sunshine. Yes, there could be a little fog in the morning hours to start it off. The sun burns right through that. And the Thursday, here's 65, and the Friday high will be right back up to around 70 and even warmer for the upcoming weekend. Right now, 56, humidity 80%, and a light northwesterly breeze. Well, guns and police reform lit up last night's debate between the candidates for governor of Connecticut, Paul. Yep, they met after the murders of those two police officers in Bristol. And Wayne, it got hot under the lights last night. Democrat Ned Lamont aiming his words at his Republican challenger, again accusing Bob Stefanowski of being soft on guns. There's a lot of cheap accusations that our bipartisan juvenile crime bill, that the police accountability bill had something to do with the tragic murder of two of our uh, cops. I just think that is the cheapest grandstanding I can imagine. Uh, if you want to do something serious, look, that was a madman who was drunk with an AR-15 style assault weapon. That's what happened there. Get those AR-15 style assault weapons off the street if you really want to be serious about crime. When it comes to the crime bills, I will tell you, though, I think anything that builds trust between the police and the community is a very important thing. A lot of people were nervous about the body cameras. Now the police I talk to say thank you. You know what it does? It proves that I'm doing the right thing every day. And that's important to building trust in within the community going forward. Unions and police officials have lined up against Connecticut's regulations on law enforcement, and Stefanowski dropped blame on Lamont. First of all, we have to hold any bad actor accountable in the police force or anywhere else. The George Floyd thing was a tragedy, and the proper response was made. Those cops need to be held accountable. But Governor Lamont, the head of the Fraternal Order of Police of Connecticut, said it, and every officer I've talked to, your police accountability bill has created a sense of leniency and corruption in the state of Connecticut, and you need to be held accountable for it. After that tragedy, I walked into that stadium two weeks ago, and I stood there for two and a half hours, and I watched those families come in. 
And you're telling me after four officers getting shot in the same week, you're standing by a bill that was passed at 7.30 in the morning that said it was going to be revised by the legislature. It's unconscionable. It was an emotional gathering at that stadium, Rentschler Field in East Hartford, for those fallen Bristol cops. Lamont was quick to, however, call Stefanowski's attempts to link police reform to those murders in Bristol a cheap accusation. Lamont's stance was backed on stage by the independent party contender, Rob Hodling, who said that as a biracial man, he can see police and citizen concerns when it comes to the issue of policing law. Good morning, I'm Paul Murdane. Morning, I'm Wayne Cabot. It's the Morning News Roundup, and here are three things to know. Well, the Fed is expected to increase rates by another three-quarters of a point, and Jill Schlesinger is pointing out this will be the fourth increase in a row in the inflation fight by the Fed. Lots happening in our second thing to know. North and South Korea, word of another six missiles had been launched from the north. North and South Korea fired missiles earlier today across a border that extends into the sea beyond the DMZ. The north never has recognized the northern limit line established after the end of the Second World War. And number three, on a lighter note, coffee later in the day can be a sleep killer. The Times digs into the new book, The Sleep Prescription, that says on a, a brisk afternoon walk or a little dose of cold, by sticking your head in the freezer, can chase away the afternoon drowsies, though that is an extreme measure to use the fridge. UC San Francisco researcher Iraq Prather says that that pile of laundry or other Bedroom clutter serves as reminders of unfinished tasks, and that can lead to tossing and turning. So if I come back to the office eventually, Wayne, with frostbite, the house is perfectly clean and I've been sleeping well. Paul, I like the fact that we now have an excuse to have our heads in the fridge. You know, (laughs) they're there anyway. Why not? By the way, my head was somewhere else yesterday uh, when uh, I slid in the wrong audio file for 88 seconds in sound. So if you heard it yesterday, bear with us because here it is again today. This is the proper 88 seconds in sound for the 2nd of November. And thank you to our astute listeners who pointed that out. Here we go. We have a result in the New York City mayor's race. Live to downtown Berlin, 2021. Steve Burns. Steve? Steve, as expected, it was a quick result and a decisive victory. Eric Leroy Adams has been elected the 110th mayor of New York City. He wrote an overarching campaign theme of public safety. New Jerseyans went to bed that night unsure who the governor was going to be, with Jack Cittarelli leading incumbent Democrat Phil Murphy. The people have spoken. 1993, Mayor David Dinkins tells supporters... Just moments ago, I called Rudolph Giuliani and congratulated him. Dinkins waved off his chance at recount and was gracious in defeat to Rudolph Giuliani, who became New York's first Republican mayor in two decades. We must reject the notion that what has happened today is anything other than a fair and forthright call for change. Voters in New Jersey approved casino gambling for Atlantic City on this date in 76. And we're kind of amazed that we still have audio from our radio station from this night in 1946 when CBS changed our name to the one we have now. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. With this special broadcast, we are about to introduce station WCBS, until now, WABC. For the Atlantic Broadcasting Company, the old owner, Arthur Godfrey hosted our radio rebranding in 1946. Perhaps the best-known place in the world for ringing out the old and ringing in the new is Times Square in New York City. Friends, this is John Reed King in Times Square saying for the last time on the air, this is WABC New York Key Station for CBS. And now here's our native New Yorker born in Brooklyn, Mr. Heiger. Are you all ready for your big moment? Loud and clear. Mr. Heiger. This is WCBS New York. I kind of like it. 
One man who didn't like it was the assistant manager of WCBS in Springfield, Illinois. The FCC's approval of giving away his call letters was news to him. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System. This is November 2nd. And friends, that's today's Morning News Roundup. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 